friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Today's episode is honestly my first episode that I've done off the cuff that um, I haven't actually written out notes to share um, on a specific topic, but I felt like it was so important for me to do this episode today because honestly, um, I've really been struggling in my grief the last week and a half and to the point where I just feel very depressed and um, I don't want to get out of bed. Um, I'm feeling apathetic almost, just like, what what does it matter anymore? Um, The longing that I have uh, to see my son again and to just hold him and hear his voice sometimes seems so strong and so overwhelming that there's just nothing else that I want. And so I just really struggle the last week and a half, especially. And I've had um, these moments, um, what I would call them waves of grief over the last, you know, year and a little over a year since he's passed. And this is the first time though, that it's lasted this long. Um, and so it's scary. I don't if you're listening and you've lost a loved one or especially a lost a child, um, you know what I'm talking about, that it's just a scary place to be in. And I think it started with um homecoming night and just getting my daughter, our daughter, ready for homecoming and she was with a group of friends and I did her makeup and another mom did her hair and the girls were just laughing and having a great time and I smiled and I was present in that moment and just enjoying watching her and feeling excited for her and uh, as I drove all of these girls to the dance and um, I was fine and then as I dropped them off and left just out of nowhere, I had this overwhelming feeling of sadness um, just come over me. And I just started crying on the way home and just feeling angry almost like, why can't I enjoy this moment, this milestone moment in my daughter's life without this sadness of immediately the thought coming to me, but it doesn't change my circumstance. My son is still dead. I'm still grieving and it still hurts. And I think that just kind of set off something in me that weekend. And also that weekend, um, the kids wanted me to get our fall decorations out. And I just am terrified to go into the attic because there's so many memories, so many things in there that bring up memories of just family times that included all three of my children. And I went in there with the intention, I'm going to focus and just go straight to where I need to get the fall supplies. But 
in that journey to get that box, um, there was a little noisemaker on the floor from New Year's Eve, and I picked it up to put it on the shelf, and it had Marcus's initials on it, and that was like a sucker punch. And then I just set it aside and said, okay, Katie, get it together and get, get the box. And as I went to get the box, I knocked over a bag and out of the bag oh, spilled out Marcus's costume, Halloween costume from a couple years ago, a little stormtrooper outfit. And that was just, that was it. I grabbed that costume and I sat on the floor in the attic and just sobbed for about 30 minutes. And I just clung to that costume, just wanting it so badly to be my son, to be holding him, to be feeling his little body in my arms, um, his skin. And I wanted that costume to smell like him and it didn't. And I was just so grieved, overwhelmed with grief. And so since those moments, you know, almost over a week ago, I have not been able to get out of it. And I, I fought a spiritual attack as well this last week, just feeling like here I am leading a Celebrate Recovery ministry and with my husband doing this podcast to bring hope and healing and teaching other people how to anchor into Jesus. And I can't get my head above the water. And I felt attacked by the enemy. Like I'm a, who are you? You're a phony. You're a fake. And, um, but I had a conversation with my dad, um, just called him and was crying and sobbing. Dad, I don't know what to do. I feel so scared and depressed. And, and, um, he just reminded me, you know, that it is in our weakness that he is strong, that just because I'm having these moments doesn't, um, mean that I'm not, that I don't have a strong faith, that it actually, um, causes me and forces me to cling to Jesus like no other time. He is literally all that I have right now. There's no words that anybody can say. There's no pill that will take this pain away. Um, there are things that could numb and that could be a temporary band-aid. And I'll be honest, in this last week, I have wanted to have a glass of wine or two to numb, um, these feelings and this pain. And, um, but I know that those things won't last. They won't truly help. And I think he brought to my mind another um, another area of concern is that, you know, I think I never truly grieved when my son died. I think I just, I was scared. I was scared of the feelings. They are so intense and so painful that I think I just jumped right into serving. Um, just if I can just help other people. Um, and make it about other people, then I won't feel my pain so deeply. But if you're listening and you've lost somebody, there's there's no there's no avoiding grief. There's no running from it or hiding from it. And I realized that this last week that I just need to I just need to sit in it. I need to feel it all. And there's nothing I can do. There's nothing that's gonna speed it up. And um that can seem hopeless, but I have to go through it. I have to walk through it. And I thought of this scripture that I wanted to share with you in Isaiah 43. And it says, it's verse um, 2. Um, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. 
the flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And I was reading that verse and I was thinking, but God, I do feel burned. I do feel abandoned sometimes. I do feel like the waters are over my head and sweeping over me. But as I read that verse, I remind I was reminded that those are feelings and that I can't I can't rely on feelings. I have to remind myself of the truths of God's word. And in doing that, I did find comfort and peace. Is the pain still there? Yes. 100%. Um I know that it's going to take a long time. I think that's another thing that as people grieve, sometimes we we rush it. You know, we we want it it hurts so much and we we just want to be able to take a deep breath and just remember the good things of, of the person that we lost. And you can't rush this process. I know my counselor told me that many times. And um, so that was another thing that I would encourage you to do as well. I reached out. I reached out for help. I told people how I was feeling. Um, I think sometimes, you know, I try to be uh, strong. Because I started off this journey of grieving, pouring into other people and helping other people, I felt like to not be strong and to show my vulnerability and how I'm really, truly struggling would let people down. Um, and then they wouldn't, they wouldn't really believe the message that I was trying to share with them through all the other episodes in this podcast. But that's not true. I know that there are someone listening right now that has maybe listened to some of my other episodes and felt they couldn't relate to that person, that they don't understand, you know, they're not feeling that hope, they're not feeling that strength, that they're a believer, but they've lost something and they're grieving and struggling with it. And so I'm speaking to that person today, that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to feel, um, pain and hurt and cry out to Jesus and it's okay to just sit in it it's not comfortable but it's okay to do that it doesn't make you weak it doesn't make you faithless that there are just things in this life that are unable to that we are unable to process that are just too much that we just need to let ourselves fully grieve and so I wanted to share some of you may have read it on my social media post, but my mom shared this with me, and I think it just really speaks to the heart of a grieving mother. And so I want to share this for those listening who um, have lost a child. It says, I am a bereaved mother. My child died, and this is my reluctant path. It is not a path of my choice, but it is a path I must walk mindfully and with intention. It is a journey through the darkest night of my soul, and it will take time to wind through the places that scare me. Every cell in my body aches and longs to be with my beloved child. On days when grief is loud, I may be impatient, distracted, frustrated, and unfocused. I may get angry more easily, or I may seem hopeless. I will shed many, many, many tears. I won't smile as often as my old self. Smiling hurts now. Most everything hurts some days, even breathing. But please just sit beside me. Say nothing. Do not offer a cure or a pill or a word or a potion. 
Just witness my suffering and don't turn away from me. Please be gentle with me and I will try to be gentle with me too. I will never ever get over my child's death, so please don't urge me down that path. Even on days when grief is so hard, when it isn't standing loudly in the foreground, even on days when I am even able to smile again, the pain is just beneath the surface. There are days when I still feel paralyzed. My chest feels the sinking weight of my child's absence, and sometimes I feel as if I will explode from the grief. Losing my child affects me in so many ways. As a woman, a mother, a human being, it affects every aspect of me, spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. There are days when I barely recognize myself in the mirror anymore. Grief is as personal to me as my fingerprint. Don't tell me how I should or shouldn't be grieving, or that I should or shouldn't feel better by now. Don't tell me what's right or wrong. I'm doing it my way, in my time. If I am to survive this, I must do what is best for me. My understanding of life will change and a different meaning of life will slowly evolve. What I knew to be true or absolute or real or fair about the world has been challenged, so I'm finding my way, moment to moment, in this new place. Things that once seemed important to me are barely thoughts any longer. I notice life suffering more, hungry children, the homeless and the destitute, a mother's harsh voice toward her young child, or an elderly person struggling with the door. There are so many things about the world which I now struggle to understand. Why do children die? There are some questions I've learned which are simply unanswerable. So please don't tell me that God has a plan for me. This, my friend, is between me and my God. Those platitudes slip far too easily from the mouths of those who tuck their child into a safe, warm bed at night. Can you begin to imagine your child, flesh of your flesh, lying lifeless in a casket, when goodbye means you'll never see them on the earth again? Grieving mothers and fathers and grandparents and siblings won't wake up one day with everything okay and life back to normal. I have a new normal now. As time passes, I may gain gifts and treasures and insights, but anything gained was too high a cost when compared to what I lost. Perhaps one day when I am very old, I will say that time has truly helped to heal my broken heart. But always remember that not a second of any minute of any hour of any day passes when I am not aware of the presence of my child's absence. No matter how many years lurk over my shoulders, don't forget that I have one an- that I have another one, another child whose absence, like the sky, is spread over everything, as C.S. Lewis said. My child may have died, but my love and my motherhood never will. This was written by Dr. Joanne Cacciatore. And there was just, that just spoke to my heart like nothing I've ever read, um, as far as written by another grieving parent. Um, that is exactly how I feel. And um, if you're listening and you've lost a loved one, I'm sure you can relate to much of that as well. So I just want to encourage you, if, um, if you've lost a loved one, to not isolate, to not numb with temporary fixes, to seek help, to tell somebody, to let yourself sit in the pain and grieve, and to be okay with it. There's nothing wrong with you. One thing I've realized is there really isn't a lot of grief groups, at least not in my area, for parents who've lost children. 
and so if you've lost a child especially but if you've lost somebody that you love um, I would love for you to join my Facebook community and the link to it is in the show notes and share your story share who you've lost in your life and and how you've been dealing with that and and where you're feeling stuck and where you found victory and tell us about that person that you've lost I know that I love to talk about Marcus even though it hurts sometimes uh, I don't want anybody to ever forget my son and so I love to share about him and so I would love to hear about your loved one as well thank you for letting me share my heart with you today and just be vulnerable I think it's so important in these days that we don't just put on the mask and fake the funk and act like everything's okay and we're so strong when we're not because it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to need people and to need help and to just say I'm hurting and there's really nothing you can say or do but just be with me just be my friend I hope you have a blessed day and I just want to close with a prayer over the grieving person today. Dear Heavenly Father, God, it's been so hard this last few years, but especially this last week and a half of just really feeling the full weight of my grief, of my loss. Lord, I I know that I haven't let myself feel it, even though it was over a year ago, and I know that I tried to just jump into helping other people, hoping to avoid some of it, God, and I know that I can't do that now. Lord, I'm honest that I've struggled with my relationship with you even, Lord, just struggling with the why. Why my son? Why our family? Why me? And crying out to you and feeling angry about my situation. I pray for the listener who's in that same place, who's lost something or someone so dear to them, And it's just struggling in their faith. They're struggling to turn to the only one that can really bring true healing. God, I pray that regardless of how they feel, that they would turn to you, God. That they would open their Bible. That they would cry out in prayer. And that they would let you bring healing to their heart, their broken heart. And God, I just pray that they would find people that they can share with, that they can cry with, who don't try to fix them or say just the right thing or offer temporary fixes. God, but that will just sit in the pain with them. And I pray that they will believe your word, Lord, that when you tell us that we will go through hard times, but there is victory in the end and that you are sovereign and good and that you do work all things out for our good, even when we don't see it or feel it. Help us to trust you, God, no matter how we're feeling, and to just keep getting up and moving forward one day at a time. It's in your precious and powerful name we pray. Amen. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. 
Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.